Hey, Travis. Travis? Hello? Oh, hey, Joel. I was just looking at this list of stuff to do. What kind of stuff? Well, it looks like Miss Fiona is going on a trip, and she's got a list of things for Sage and Monica to take care of while she's gone. Oh, so they're house-sitting? Kind of. It's Sage's first job ever, and in her mind's eye, it's a little spooky. Spooky? How spooky are we talking? Let's listen and find out. Number 13th on 79th Street. Looks like the place. Halt! Who goes there? Whoa! I'm just a new security guard, Monica. I'm here for my shift. Okay. How do I know that's true? The fact that I'm wearing a security guard uniform just like yours? Okay, what else? It's not like there aren't other ways to get your hand on a security uniform. I also have the key to the building. Oh, right. Sorry, it's been an interesting night. Interesting? Did someone try to break in? Not exactly. Here, come on in. Are you okay? Did something happen? Well, yes and no. I mean, I didn't see anyone breaking in or anything, but I've been hearing sounds all night. Sounds? You mean someone else is in this restaurant? That's the thing. I didn't see anyone on the security cameras. Maybe the boss knows what's going on. Well, I wasn't going to call her in the middle of the night just to tell her I'd been hearing spooky noises in her restaurant. Doesn't really look good on my first night of security duty. Did you see there was a message on the answering machine? Yeah. So? It might be a message for us. Or it could be a message for, I don't know, the owner of the restaurant. One way to find out. Hello, Sage. Fiona here. Welcome to your first night shift here at Mr. Ruffles Family Restaurant. Couple of things to know to get you started. The cameras are all run off of batteries, so don't run them all night. Also, Mr. Ruffles, my cat, likes to wander the restaurant at night, so you might hear him prowling about. I've tried to stop him, but you know what they say. You can't teach an old cat new tricks. Anyway, I know this is a boring job, so I left you my radio to listen to. See you in the morning. Good night. That answers that. Now, why couldn't she have told me all this when I got the job? I don't know. I'm going to listen to that radio. Hey, since I missed out before, could I possibly listen to after I clock out? Sure, I'll start it up. So I think that's all to taking care of the litter box. Any questions so far, girls? Hmm? Sorry, Miss Fiona. I was listening to the radio. What did you say? She asked if we had any questions, Monica. What happens if we run out of plastic bags, Miss Fiona? I should be back long before you run out of baggies, Sage. But if you run into any trouble, just bring the dustbin in from the bathroom. And that should do as well until I get back from my trip. Dustbin? She means a garbage can. Oh, right. Makes sense, I guess. I think we're good on that part. Wonderful. Now, on to feedings. Mr. Ruffles is rather picky, as befits any true cat. So he will try to tell you that the dry food needs to be in the red bowl with the hound's tooth print, and the wet food goes in the pretty blue bowl with the pink paw prints. Dry, red, wet, blue. Got it. I knew I should have brought a notebook. This is a lot to remember. You know, I have tried writing it all down in the past. But then Mr. Ruffles decides that he has changed his mind again and I have to figure out what he wants now. So what you're saying is, all this stuff you're teaching us might not matter? He could change his mind any second? When are you getting back again? I don't know if I would paint it quite so grim, Monica. He is exasperating at times, to be sure. But I have one trick up my sleeve that always manages to make him forget any of his picky preferences. That sounds useful. What is it? 
Well, when I need Mr. Ruffles to do anything, I simply reach into that tin on the counter and give him tre- Oh, I mean, T-R-E-A-T-S. T-R-E- Treats? Oh dear, he heard us. Wow, he came out of nowhere. I haven't seen him all day. Yes, I'm afraid the kitty treats are the one thing that can get his attention. You can call, chirrup, or plead, but these little tidbits are the only thing that works every time. So with treats, you can get Mr. Ruffles to forget what bowl his foods go in? So it would seem. So why don't you do it all the time? Isn't it easier than trying to figure out what his pickiness is every day? I suppose it would work for a while, but what would happen when he discovers that all he has to do to get treats is not listen to me, or worse, gets picky about the type of treats I buy? Solid points. Yeah. Red bowl dry, blue bowl wet. You've got it. No treats. Go back to hiding, silly kitty. <sighs> I think it's going to take a while for him to figure out that we aren't going to give him anything. Should we just listen to the radio while we wait? That might be for the best. I think it worked. What worked? Mr. Ruffles. He's gone away and isn't meowing anymore. Oh yeah, it is quieter. Do you think he's forgotten about the kitty treat? Shh. Not so loud, Monica. I mean, kitty snacks. Mm-hmm. I think we're in the clear. That's crazy how much cats like those things. I don't know if I've ever seen anything quite like it. Obviously, you've never been around really little kids. I have a couple of little cousins, and if they like something, you better be ready to hear all about it. Oh, really? I think we all have things like that in our lives. For some of us, it can be toys. Others, it might be movies, or games, or books. There's really no end of things that spark people's interest. In other words, people find them interesting? Or in this case, cats do. Right. I think Mr. Ruffles has gone beyond being interested. I think he might be crazy about those snacks. Can you imagine if we were like cats about the things we liked? Wouldn't that be funny? Meow, meow, meow. Hmm. Unfortunately, more often than not, we humans do sometimes let our interests take over our minds to the point where it's all we think about, it's all we want, and it's all we talk about. I don't think that would happen to me. At least, not. Okay, well, maybe when it comes to my favorite show or something. Yeah, I mean, it's not great to let something take over our minds, but if it's something good, like a fun book or a game or something, it's not hurting anything, right? That's an interesting question. I've seen many situations where people let something become so big in their mind that they forget other things, important things, like eating healthy, exercising, being a good friend, going to church, and even praying and reading the Bible. Wow, yeah, that's way too much. I'm not saying that God doesn't want us to enjoy the good and fun things in the world, but in the end, that's not why he has put us here. We need to remember that our job is to love him and follow his instructions, and nothing should distract us from that. Is that in the Bible? I believe the verses Colossians 3.2 and Ecclesiastes 12.13 come to that particular conclusion. Oh, that might be Lionel. He said he would call before taking me to the airport. That's okay. We'll listen to the radio until you get back. Okay, girls. Lionel said he'll be by in a few minutes, so I'm making sure you've got everything. Spare key? Check. Wonderful. List of phone numbers? On the fridge. Excellent. You know where the cat food and litter bags are. I think that covers everything. Did you have any other questions? I had one. Oh? What did I miss, Monica? Well, it's about what we were talking about earlier. 
I don't think she meant those kinds of questions. That's all right, Sage. Go ahead, Monica. What's your question? It's not that complicated. I was just wondering, since we were talking about distractions and how that can be a problem, does that mean being distracted is wrong? I see. Well, I think the best answer depends on what you're being distracted from. Wait, you mean sometimes it's a good thing to be distracted? With all of the bad things in the world? Of course. God tells us in Philippians 4 that life can be hard. We have hope because of Him. Since this is the case, we don't have to be worried about anything. Instead of letting all the bad distract us from the good, we turn it around and use the good to distract us from the bad. You can do that? How? Yeah, we're going to need some examples, Miss Fiona. All right. How about this? Instead of thinking about hurting those who have hurt you, you can instead think of how to show God's love to others. Okay, that's a pretty cheap answer. How about something we haven't heard from Mr. Jacobs a million times over? Fine. How about this, Sage? Instead of listening to the lies of the world that say you aren't anyone special and God doesn't think you're very important, we can choose to listen to the truth that says that God made each one of us for a reason and in His plan we are all important. That's a little better. Basically, whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, or just plain good to think about, God tells us to think about those things and in an interesting way, by doing that, we don't let the evil of the world overpower us. And instead, we overpower it with the goodness of God. Kind of like it says in Romans 12, 21. Looks like Mr. Jacobs is waiting for you out there. Oh, so he is. I'll be right out. Now then, I do believe that's everything. Goodbye, girls. Goodbye, Mr. Ruffles. Be good. Have fun. Be safe. I will. Hmm. Well, I guess I'll see you tomorrow before church. Yeah, I'll bring the keys. Want to hit the lights on your way out? If you turn off the radio. Oh, all right. <laughs>